Chispa is the largest dating app made for U.S. Latinos with over 3.7 million downloads and the goal of helping Latinos create new connections with singles from similar backgrounds, cultures, and communities. Chispa is a match affinity dating app created in 2017 by Match Group, a leading provider of dating products designed to increase users' likelihood of finding a meaningful connection like Tinder, Match, Hinge, OkCupid, BLK, and more. Here with us today is the Director of Brand Marketing at Match Group, Julia Estakolchik, who will be enlightening all of us, those who are new to the game and those who are veterans, on how to navigate online dating, especially when using Chispa. Welcome to Sin Limites, a Latina made, not made podcast. If you're looking for a no boundaries Spanglish podcast, uniting the voices of phenomenal mujeres, then you've come to the right place. Go grab some wine, your Latina tribu, and get ready for an up close conversation with your hosts and invited guests, where they'll be hammering out important and diverse topics, both close to our hearts and impactful in the community. Now, here are your hosts, Erica and Anna. We're live in tres, dos. Welcome, Julia. Nice to have you here. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for inviting me for this. Of uh, course. Perfect, perfect of opportunity course. For, for us to be here, for sure. Yes, especially in the mes del amor y de la amistad, no? Yes, <laughs> still in the middle of a pandemic, yeah. uh, uh, changing every second on us. Yes. So yes, <laughs> people need connection right now. Yes. Yeah. So I, uh, I actually didn't know Chispa was of existence. Neither um, did I. I was completely oblivious about it. And the great part about this podcast, Julia, if you don't know, is that you have two women here. One who is full pro dating app and one who is a little optimistic. <laughs> Can you guess who those are? <laughs> Raise your hand. Was that the pro that raised her hand? Yes. Yes. I've had, I've had success with it. Yeah, oh. she has. I unfortunately yeah. have it. So I'm hoping that today you can share some pointers and tips to get me out there because I've been single for way too long already. But like I was saying earlier, I, um, I found out about Chispa through the Mujerista, um, who was hosting a live with um, one of the relationship experts from your team. And I was like, oh, my God, I was like so blown away. I was like, wow, you know. So I was like, we really have to have um, a member from the Chispa team on our podcast to talk about, you know, dating apps and you know, what are the best ways to go about it and, and whatnot. So we are completely honored and so appreciative of you being here today with us to chit chat. And I know that when we spoke, um, you had mentioned that Chispa skyrocketed when COVID hit and everybody was in quarantine. And uh, so can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, it's interesting, right? Because when you work for a brand and a product that um, is about dating up in a world where people can't date, that <laughs> become a very interesting experience. It's like, what do you do now? Uh, and then after you reflect for a second, and, and this happened in general for really all of our apps and sites uh, in many, many regions across the globe, 
Uh, but if you think about it in a world where people, where bars are closed, where there are no concerts to go to, you can't go dancing, you can't go to parties. Um, dating apps became probably one of the very few ways people had to socialize with people outside of those that they've already knew before the pandemic. So how else are you going to meet people if you're single uh, during a pandemic that it that that is not a dating app? And so it actually became a super important tool for people to continue their social life, to continue to feel connected. The big, one of the big um, risks or stress um, during the pandemic was this feeling of isolation and feeling isolated and feeling like you're alone if you're single and you live alone and, and you're not meeting people. So, and if you think about the Latino community, especially being such a social community and socialization being such an important pillar of our lives in general, we really had to adapt. So when the pandemic started, uh, a few weeks after it started, we started launching these um, surveys in our apps among our members to understand how, what they were feeling, what were their feelings uh, regarding meeting people, meeting people virtually, if they were still interested in going out on dates, to really understand what was their behavior, what was their perception uh, in terms of how uh, difficult or challenging the situation could be. And um, we realized that most people were open to doing virtual dates. Most people were still open to meeting people virtually, not as much in person. Uh, but then when we look at the behavior in the app from our members, we actually noticed within a few weeks, um, some very important metrics increase and people were actually sending more messages. Uh, they were matching more. Uh, they were having more conversations. And so this, this, uh, this online dating really became a tool for them and a place where they could actually have interesting conversations, start establishing meaningful connections uh, and um, in a world where otherwise that wouldn't have been possible. So uh, yes, our, our business uh, did really well again. I think for at least personally for a minute, I was like, oh, what do we do here? You know, we have a product that people actually can take advantage of. And that actually ended up being completely, completely the opposite. We actually had success couples who met and married during the pandemic. And wow. a lot of couples reaching out to us that they met on Chispa. Um, one of the uh, couples that we got in touch with that had met and had plans to wed during the pandemic and then the pandemic happened and they had plans to wed in Guatemala and that um, obviously in August and that didn't happen, but then they ended up getting married in November. So we see a lot of relationships succeeding in spite of the pandemic, in spite of all the limitations. Uh, so yes, it's been a, a wonderful experience in that sense, seeing that our brands could bring something positive uh, in a world with so much uncertainty and, and, and so much fear uh, of isolation and, and you know uh, what will the future hold. So um, yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, dating apps is nothing new. They've been around for quite a while, taken a little bit for a lot of people to kind of like really engage in the possibility of meeting someone like Anna <laughs> and, and use these dating apps to potentially find, you know, a, a match. But I think that for like our culture, that's really new. This is not something we're accustomed to in our culture to find love or find a partner. 
definitely not the traditional Latino way of meeting someone. You usually have, you know, your mom has a friend that knows somebody from church and looks like a great kid. And he has a cousin that is your same age and also single and could be <laughs> the perfect candidate for right, you. Right, right. I, I know that's true. I think as much as it has evolved uh, in the world in terms of the proliferation of dating apps, uh, even uh, at a slower pace or um, even starting later, like you said, for the Latino community, I think that stigma is also disappearing for the Latino community because there's a there's a few things. Obviously, is how many dating apps we have out there, how many options we have out there, and how much more normal uh, that has become. It's starting to be very normalized. You yes. see it out there. You know, a lot of people. Everyone knows someone who met on a dating app. Uh, even starting with Match, which was the first brand out there 25 years ago, and and so if you start asking people, sometimes people don't openly say that but when you start telling people when i joined match for example and i started telling people well i'm working for match everyone knew somebody that met on a dating app so i think little by little uh, that becomes more normal i think people also with the use of social networks mm-hmm. uh, meeting people virtually or meeting people online has become also more than normal people are more used to doing it. And on top of that, people are spending a lot more time on their mobile devices just to do about everything. And so meeting people is just another way to do that. That said, when we first launched the app, um, we realized we were bringing a, a lot of new users to the category. Um, I think that's probably more true for maybe an older um, group uh, maybe a group, um, if you were thinking about the Hispanic community, maybe a group that was more recent arrival, immigrants, and not as much as second generation, maybe for the most part, people 18 to 24, 18 to 34 that, you know, are fully bicultural, where U.S. born uh, or maybe U.S. raised. And they've been, they've been hearing about dating apps as much as the rest of the cohort. For example, um, when we look at research, actually, uh, Hispanics are very active in dating apps in the sense of they use many dating apps at the same time, more than actually the uh, mainstream population. So actually, in terms of number of apps, if, you know, Latinos or if the general population uses, I don't know, 3.5 dating apps, Latinos are probably close to five dating apps at the same time. <laughs> Talking wow. about keeping your options open, so, right? <laughs> well, if you think about it, you want to go to like the mainstream with all your options open, but then you want to go to maybe a place where people are looking for people like you or you can connect right. at a different level. That is really what GSPY is about. It's not about you not going to the other apps or not being on the other apps is, well, what about the one that can connect you based on culture? Part of what we do as a company is develop these different apps uh, that can connect people and help create these meaningful connections for people that are part of different communities or identify with different things. And that can be religious. Uh, We have a new app that we launched uh, in early 2020 that's called Upward, that's a general Christian app. We have our apps for the black community. We have Chispa. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I think uh, what you're saying is true in terms of probably having more barriers to try a product. But we're also noticing that most of the people who actually uh, have heard of Chispa have heard through word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really how we 
function in our community, right? If my compadre me lo recomienda, if my you know, friend recommended it, my friends are gossiping about it, then that's how you become aware and willing to test it. So um, yeah, so we're seeing that changing. We are seeing some surprises numbers in terms of how active uh, users have moved wow. to the app. <laughs> uh, as are. Um, yeah, well, it, don't forget that people like us um, Really are and also we are at 200%, right? We're 100% American. So we behave in that sense as much as the rest of the Americans. And then we behave 100% Latino and have that other layer of, you know, cultural nuance and traditions and values and things that we share as Latinos. And so uh, why not uh, expand your options and, and see what happens when you start swiping, you know? Mm. She might have me convinced, Anna. She might have me oh convinced. Oh my God. She's, <laughs> yes. she's, very, she's yes. very skeptical. She doesn't, she does, she's not no, a believer. No, it's, it's just, it's, it's not, not that I'm skeptical. I've just had pleasant experiences on dating apps. There's two types of people when it comes to dating apps, yes. right? There's the Annas of the world who- I've had, I've had nothing apps. but wonderful experiences. Right, oh, and she's all for them. And then there's people like myself that I download an app, might use it for two or three weeks, start seeing things like, oh my God, I've seen these five men in five different other apps or have had bad, not bad, but not great experiences on first meetups. And then I delete the app and then three months go by and then I download the app again. Um, you know, so with that being said, what tips do you have for someone who has never been on an app on the app or maybe feel apprehensive about going on them? Um, so we have worked with many dating experts to develop some tips around how to successfully set up your profile, how to do it if you're doing it for the first time, what kinds of pictures should you put? So I, I'll share some of the things that we have learned working with our dating experts as it relates to our community. Um, the first thing that they all, we always hear from them is acknowledge that this is awkward. Uh, this is awkward for you. It, you're not the only one that's feeling that way. It's uh, perfect to accept that and also to get out of your comfort zone uh, with the hope that you're going to meet someone. I think you have to be open to the possibilities and one of the things that we always say is looking for reasons to say yes to a potential match instead of looking for reasons why you would say no is what are some things why you would be interested in connecting with someone. So I think definitely being positive, keeping that attitude that I see on Anna that everything's going to go well, I'm going to positive. be positive. Attitude, yeah, I, th I see. I, I believe that because dating apps can kind of gamify a little bit the process, you might feel you're not getting that web. But I think part is how much you put out there, how much time you spend on the dating apps is our experts always advise spend more time on dating apps to see what's out there. Give yourself the time to get to know somebody, to talk to somebody a little bit, to try to create these more meaningful conversations. Second important thing, in addition to acknowledging uh, this is awkward, the other important thing is to determine for you what are your deal breakers, what things you are flexible with, and what are your wants. And so for you, a deal breaker might be they don't want kids, they smoke, they don't love sports or whatnot, but you might be flexible on other things. For example, can they dance? Uh, you know, they're religious. And, and so you might say, okay, 
these are things that I would love to have. Uh, for example, on Chispa, um, you can actually show your roots, your flags for your country of origin. You can actually show more than one flag because we acknowledge that many people identify with more than one culture, either American and the country of origin of your parents, or many, many people were born to parents that are from different countries too. So we wanted to, even though we're grouping them as Latinos, we want people to feel very proud of their country of origin, what is their real root. And so, for example, that for you, if you are from Cuba or Dominican or Mexico, you might say, okay, uh, for me, I would love to meet someone from that same place, but I might be flexible. I might be able to connect with other Latinos. So really understand that. And then your wants is really, whether those are superficial or not superficial, what are the things that are really important to you? It might not be a deal breaker as much as not wanting to get married, but you really make a difference in your life. For example, traveling, having pets, really your wants. So determining that for you, um, I think is really important before you go on up, really keeping an open mind, giving time yourself to do that, keeping it positive, looking for reasons to say yes before you say no and really know it what you want. And then we have some tips around like creating uh, your profile and your profile bio type of pictures that should go there. Um, it's important that the pictures speak about yourself and what you like. So, you know, showing you smiling if you love dogs, maybe it's better to show a picture with dogs and write in your bio. Most people look at pictures first. So if you love, you know, the water, the ocean, maybe show yourself at the beach. So let the pictures tell a little bit of the story about who you are um, and also look for the same things as you're looking through potential matches. And then on your bio, it's important that you think of what could work as an icebreaker what could be an interesting topic of conversation? How can you say something that it's intriguing, it's mysterious, it's interesting, but it's more than just, hi, I'm here to meet people. And so say something about you. I think it's really important that when you go on dating apps, you are willing to put yourself out there and, and genuinely wanting to connect with others. And you mentioned pictures, and I think it, it also has a lot to do with the demographic and where you are in the United States, oh, because yeah. for me being in Florida, like every other male or person on the app is with a fish or on a boat <laughs> or, or, or fishing. Yeah, you don't, and I'm that, like, you don't see that. You don't see yeah, that. I'm like, in New York. I don't want to go fishing. I don't New like York. boats. So it's like yeah. you're like quickly decreasing the my you know the number of possibilities that are out there for me you know you said pictures and any tips like recommend like a full body just so you're not lying to people and you're not you know just working with the angles funny because we had a love coach here with Lisa on our last episode who gave us a tip she said no matter how attractive the person is she's like their worst picture is what they actually look like uh-huh. Right. <laughs> I Can you agree or disagree there? <laughs> well, I think you want to definitely be genuine with yes. your pictures. I, I don't think anybody wants to get to a date, a first date, and then realize that that's not what you were expecting. Right. right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's important. But it, it happens. It happens. It that happens. only happened to me once. I was like, this, he does not look like what he said. He looked like <laughs> every other time they've looked like their like their picture. 
So, um, yeah, so for you, I think it's important. Again, I also don't want you to think people will feel deceived or disappointed. So I think the the more transparent you are with those things, the better. But I think it's important that you feel confident, that you feel good. I think confidence is one of the big tips that our experts also give in terms of connecting with people on dating apps and really think, quiero, puedo y me lo merezco. Oh, I love the accent. I love that too. You yes. need to say that again. Quiero, puedo y me lo merezco. Yes, I love okay. that. So um, confidence is really important. So you are you and a lot of people will be a great fit for you. And, and this doesn't apply just to a romantic partner. It's also friends. A lot of people go on Chispa to meet friends. And so I think it's just important you as you and people who choose you should be choosing you for who you are. That's it. Again, you want to show pictures that pictures that show the real you but that they look good and that you love and that you love yourself in there so when we think about pictures we normally recommend at least three one close-up with you smiling to show your expression your face your warmth and one full body and then one doing an activity at least that you love that speaks about are you an outdoor person are you a reader an intellectual and that type of thing so it's important to take the time to do the right bio will help you in the end, not just with the people that swipe right on you, but it'll help you in the end also uh, to click with this matches right. and establish a conversation. Right. For me, that's worked. Like if anyone ever sent me a message and they, it's something, they allude to something that was in my bio, like automatically to me, I'm like, he reads. <laughs> Yes, he pays attention. He can't, right? He's not just looking at, like, oh, she's cute, you know, or like just looking at pictures. Like, if you took the time to read something in my bio, then that that makes you stand out from the rest. And we can have a good conversation. It's not like, hi, how are you? It's like, oh, you like coffee. What kind of coffee? Are you a Starbucks person? Are you a Dunkin' person? Do you you drink one cup or two? Like, it's always, it's just a better connection. It's more than, you know, um, sure, yes, no. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But you have to take the time to create a profile that gives information that talks about your likes and your dislikes and, you know, be funny and show your personality. Definitely. And, 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 and again, the, the same thing with once you connect for the conversation, um, you don't like being ghosted, make sure you find this kind of anchors, these things that you both have in common, that you can start building from the ground up and finding right. other things um, where you connect with the uh-huh. other person. Uh-huh. So here's my proposition. I think that because Anna is such a wonderful writer, if you haven't checked out our blog, you should. She's the one who writes hey. our blog articles. She okay. should write me a phenomenal bio. And now you <laughs> no, I'm not you. You have to write your bio. But the thing but, is, like, but somebody, listen, yeah. I don't know anybody else other than my parents who knows me as good as you do. <laughs> this is I'll, a 28-year friendship here. I'll clean so, it up for you. I'll clean it up for you. Actually, you have a good point. Um, sometimes one of the things that may work for in for the bio is how your friends would define you. That, that makes so, sense. Ah, viste. Gracias, Julia. Qué problema ahora me metiste. No, <laughs> doesn't have to be long. It's like how your friends describe you. They describe me as super right. generous. Uh, always there for them or the life of the party or the ones that's always into like the movie flick. So I think that how others 
see you. I think uh, might be an important um, way to show your your true. Listen, self. the way I see it, this is the longest relationship I've ever had in my life. So, <laughs> so she knows better than anybody. Exactly. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> uh, I'll find. I'll find you. I'll find you someone. I'll, I'm going to make that's gonna be my homework. <laughs> but, but write a think, good I, I think thinking positive, believing that you may find people at yes. the end. Not everybody will end up being your romantic partner, but you might find some wonderful friends along the way that may not end up being your life partner, but might end up being someone who's in your life for a long time. And yes, it's another reason to be enough. Can I say I met someone? This was um maybe three and a half years ago. And we dated very briefly, didn't work out. Him and I are still like the best of friends. Like we talk all the time. And not only that, but during the pandemic, I love Trader Joe's. I'm obsessed with Trader Joe's. And what he did for me during the pandemic, like in March, when everything was crazy, he was like, I know you're, you must be going crazy because you haven't been able to go to Trader Joe's. And I'm like, I know he's like, I'm here. What do you need? And he brought uh-huh. me like all the stuff that I, that I needed. And we met like in, on a street, he had his mask on. I had his, my mask on. He put the bag by the car and I was like, we went like this and he, and we're, we've been friends for almost four years now and we dated, but it just didn't work out. And, and, but and, we're still and, friends. and that will happen when you meet people in real life too. Like even not on a dating app, you will meet people in your life journeys that you will date and right. They might end up, I am sure that happens to many people. Um, it's happened to me as well, where you dated in the past, you know, in college or whatnot. And it didn't it work out, work. but you're still, mm-hmm. you still care about that person. That person still cares about you. So that's why it's important to go with an open-minded approach, with a positive approach and see what the other person might bring into your life. And many times that will be a romantic relationship and sometimes it won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have to admit, like, I think for me right now, currently with the dating app situation, it's where I am. There was more possibilities when I lived in New Jersey in the New York area, more men, I, you know, went out on more first dates and whatever than here. And I just think it's just like where I come from and who I am might just be a little bit different. And what I find as fun is not what men here find as fun. Um, I also feel like being in Florida, there's two types of men. There's men who just finish their partying phase because I'm in South Florida. The men party until phase 50. Right, exactly, exactly. So then what ends up happening is, is that it's these men in their mid 40s, you know, getting close to 50, never been married before, never having children. Married I'm open to if it's the right person. Children, hell to the no. My youngest kid is going to be 16 years old. I'm not having kids. And then you have the other type of men who is like, going to the gym on a date is fun for me. Like, who wants to go to the gym and work out on a first date? Or go fishing? You understand? So that I feel like it's like there's men that are now ready to settle down. And I'm far beyond that. Now I'm at a place where I just need you know, that companionship. I don't need to be changing diapers or going to Chuck E. Cheese or anything like that. And I can't anyway, because I decided a long time ago not to have children anymore. And then they're the other type of men who are like very materialistic. 
very into like the, the buffy body and the beautiful cars. And I don't come from that. I come from, you know, a place where you are who you are. You know, um, so I think that that's where maybe I have to just expand my my mind. Yes. If you don't want to move or expand your sort of criteria or distance, I think a couple of things. I think there are dating apps um, out there where you can put more filters and the things in terms of what you're looking for and try to find someone that meets that criteria in terms of what is it that you're looking for? What's your relationship intent? What do you want and what you don't want? That's specific. But the same way that there's you at home and thinking about all this and there, that there isn't a perfect fit for you, there's also many men out there that are thinking the same. The girls in Miami are only looking for this and I don't fit that criteria. So it's a matter of finding those people. It's almost when you think of looking for a job and you're interviewing, uh, many times it, there's just no chemistry. And, and even though you have the skill set it just didn't happen. And then one day there was that opportunity where they welcome you and you seem like they were, you were perfect for them and you were exactly what they were looking for. And it was like being there at the right time, being in the right place at the right time. And um, so I think in dating apps, there's some of that too, is there are many men everywhere that feel like you regarding the ladies in that certain market. And they're also looking for some something different and, and they go on dating apps to try to find it. But for that, and to discover that, you need to spend the time on the app. You need to spend the time connecting. How else are you going to know if you actually don't start this conversation? They might look like something else in their pictures. And then when you get to know them, they might be completely different. And, and we know that las apariencias engañan uh, many times and somebody might look very pretentious and all that. And then when you start talking, I'm like, oh, that's actually a really cool guy uh, yeah. or a really cool girl. And you're like, oh, I would have never approached this person uh, just by looking at them. So uh -huh. but it, giving yourself the opportunity to see if there's that other person on the other side of the screen that might be thinking the exact same thing you're thinking. I agree with you that in some markets it might seem more challenging just because of the idiosyncrasy, but not 100% of the people are like that. And there are people who are looking for the same things you are looking for. What I often also experience is like, I get my picture liked and I might like their picture or, and there's no communication, you know? And it's always, there's always the whole thing. Well, it's the guy, he should say something first. Right. And then there's yeah. women who I feel totally like, I'm not waiting for the guy. So what is the best way to proceed? Um, if you want to initiate conversation or just see what happens, I think a party is like, it's a personal decision. There is absolutely nothing wrong for a woman to start a conversation on a dating app. That's what you're there to do. So you should never feel bad about it or less about it, even if the other person doesn't respond. Um, people who ghost do that all the time. They, they are out there and you can just move on. When you decide to start the conversation, if you're not waiting, the best thing would be to, like Anna said, find something about their profile um, that could serve as an emotional anchor to start this conversation so that it doesn't feel superficial. So it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm copying and texting my opener uh, and just sending it to my the, ten, the, the next 10 matches I match with. So I think it's important that you try to create these emotional anchors and there are some things like, 
you know, pets or travel or on TISPA, you can talk about, you know, if you see a flag uh, and it's uh, your country or it's a country that you've been to or a country that you love, or maybe you have a friend and you see the Guatemalan flag and you're like, oh my God, I love pupusas. Or you see the the Venezuelan flag and you, I'm like, oh my God, I'm craving arepas. And if you can make a personal comment, you immediately start kind of finding this emotional ways to approach the conversation which are always going to make you more memorable and interesting uh than um just a hey what you doing uh what you doing tonight <laughs> right right yeah, yeah. nice that's picture not, beautiful smile gonna, exactly, exactly. That's not, if, if there yeah. are any men listening don't do that please <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that that's one of the great things about Chispa is the flag, because yeah. number one, let's be real, because we keep it real here in Sin Limites, it's, you know, for those people who try to avoid certain nationalities, it's a great way to kind of avoid it, but it's also a great way to start conversation. You know, if you see somebody with a Colombian flag, oh my God, I've been dying to go to Colombia. Right, or my, my father in Colombia yeah. when he was uh, he, oh, where? Right. The same yeah. conversation, like when you meet other Latinos at a party and they're like, oh my God, I love that accent. That's from yes. Venezuela. I went to yes. school with this girl and you immediately have something to talk about. So look right. for those things to where you have something to say, you have something to share and the other person feels that the stuff that you have to share is meaningful to them as well. And not just like, oh, I can't even remember what we were talking about because we are really not talking about anything. Think about the times that you've been successful uh, building a friendship and how did that process go? It wasn't immediate. Immediately you had chemistry, but then you immediately found these things that you both shared that intrigued you and you wanted to learn more and you wanted to share more. Uh, so I think it's a similar approach when you go on dating apps. One of the biggest areas that psychology studied, our studies is, you know, what makes up for successful relationships and having similarities with another person really can make a relationship succeed or fail. And these similarities can be anything, can be your country of origin, can be language, can be having kids, uh, can be age, can be political party, can be many, many things. Right. But relationships need to have some common ground in order to succeed all righty then so there you go to all that. of my latino men that are out there on chifa i am coming as yes. soon as anna makes my bio. i have homework i have homework Anna, you have homework you have homework <laughs> definitely i'm sure he has some amazing that she can put she has a wonderful smile. She should put Aww, the smile. Yeah. Uh, being bilingual. I mean, there are great things to say about you. Bueno, Julia, ha sido un placer tenerte aquí con nosotros. And we thank you so much for sitting down with us and chatting about Chispa and giving us some tips on how to use the app. Oh, <laughs> thank you so, so much for letting us share a little bit about dating apps. And um, you guys are awesome. I love the work you do. I love your thank mission. You. I am a fan. Uh, so anytime I, I look forward to continuing uh, seeing you both and, and um, yeah, maybe. Yes, help let's stay in touch. Explore this world more. The Chispa app is available on the iOS App Store and Google Play, both in English and Spanish. For more information, visit www.chispa-app.com and follow at Chispa app on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. 
hope you enjoyed this episode of Sin Limites. Stay connected with us directly through latinamadenotmade.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter, hashtag latinamadepodcast, and Instagram at latinamadenotmade. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe to stay fully up to date with all that we are doing. Hasta la próxima.